Hey, how you doing? Zach Cassidy. I'm Abe Mahoney. Peter Prince. Bada Jones. Adam Henry. CJ Laramie. And you're listening to Win City Sports. Yo, what's good? My name is Jason Moore. Thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Win City Sports Podcast. Win City Sports is Windsor's only local radio sports program and podcast. Our radio show airs every Thursday live at 12.30 p.m. on CJAM 99.1 FM in Windsor and Detroit. New episodes of the podcast featuring raw, uncut interviews with athletes and coaches drop right after the radio program airs every Thursday at 1 p.m. Anywhere podcasts are found, including Spotify and iTunes and on WinCitySports.com. We also have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We'll talk all about that at the end of the show as we normally do. Today is Thursday, January 17th, 2019, and it is episode 128 of Wind City Sports. This week, we're talking to an NBL Canada veteran, a Windsor Express veteran also, even though they're a new team to a new league, and an NCAA product, DeAndre Thomas, is our guest on Wind City Sports this week. If you're a Windsor Express fan, you definitely know who DeAndre is. And if you aren't, then you might know him as the big man on the court. Me and DeAndre talk about him returning, his decision to return to Windsor, to the Express. We talk about playing around the world, playing basketball around the world. And we talk about them finally being able to click together and get back on the winning track. The Windsor Express obviously have a short history, but yet a long history of winning and a two-time championship team. As of late, they've been on a roll, but for a while at the beginning of the season, they were really struggling. When I talked to DeAndre, it was when they got their first big win to turn things around against Kitchener-Waterloo back last month. They actually have a couple of away games coming up, one actually in Kitchener-Waterloo. We'll talk about that later on the show, as we normally do. But before we get into the interview with DeAndre Thomas this week, we have to take a moment to hear about our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week via GoLancers.ca. This week, from our men's and women's volleyball teams, it's Brad Gaimi and Paige Phils. Brad had an excellent match on Sunday on the road versus the Brock Badgers. The fourth-year outside hitter from Tecumseh led the impressive Lancers' attack in a big way, with 20 kills on 34 attempts with only two errors. His 23 points were a personal season high and helped the Lancers to an important 3-1 road victory versus their division rivals. Meanwhile, Paige had a great weekend for the Lancers as she helped lead the Blue and Gold to an upset 3-1 win over McMaster. The sophomore registered 14 kills, 3 digs, 16 points in the victory. She followed that up on Sunday with another 16-point performance. So congratulations to Paige and Brad on becoming our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week. But now, without further ado, we're going to transition right into the interview with the Windsor Express basketball team zone, DeAndre Thomas. So here we go. I guess we could say now uh, the league is it's not an old league, but we can say I guess you're an NBL of Canada vet, uh, kind of a Windsor Express vet. You've been in and out for the last couple of years. NCAA product and pro basketball player, DeAndre Thomas. Thank you and welcome to the Wind City Sports Podcast. How you doing? How you doing? How y'all doing? Good, man. So first off, uh, big win on Saturday. I'm sure you guys are happy to kind of get that monkey off your back, eh? Uh yeah, we real happy. We real happy. Um, we was just had to figure it out. Um, we had a lot of games real close, but uh, we couldn't finish them out. So I think we finished that one out. Absolutely, man. I mean, a lot of these games have been like 
really close too, even though unfortunately you're kind of on the losing side of, of these close ones, losing by one or two points. Uh, what's mm-hmm. the like mentality like with the boys right now? Is everyone kind of gelling now in the locker room? Now you're getting some fire um, underneath you. We, we've been gelling. Um, it's, like I say, um, it just was tough. Um, we had to finish some tough games out. They was um, good, good games. Um, good for NBL Canada, but not good for us. Um, but other than that, um, we get along. Everything's fine. Like, like you, um, on paper we're great. So we just had to get it together and um, figure it out. Absolutely, man. That's the thing. It's like you look at these guys, and like I don't, I don't know why they're uh, why they're not winning. Like you guys seem like such a good team, um, and you have been for all for years. You know, uh, mm-hmm. the league, the league is still new, and the team's still new. Like uh, like you said, um, but even like last year and this year, just it's kind of it's kind of new to see this decline with the Express. Uh, you know, right out of the reception or inception of the team, uh, a lot of a lot of momentum. So is this something new that you guys are kind of trying to overcome, considering you're not used to being in the spot? Um, I'm I I've never been in this spot um as a as express player um and probably have having the other veterans on the teams probably in one but they other teams that they played on in in the NBL but um it's kind of it's it's not a tough spot um because we veterans and we we know how to get out of grinds and out of the the hole so we we'll, we'll dig our way out we'll figure it out um it's just. Hey, it's, it's basketball. The basketball guys want on our side at the time, but we we got to figure that out. We got to change our his um our outcome on everything. So we got to go out there and play a little harder. That's what we got to do. Yep, the game's the game, right? Yep. And uh, you know, every year it's it's pretty much a new squad with the Windsor Express and pretty much NBL. Oh, for sure. Like any NBL team is just guys coming and going. Um, but is there anyone maybe new that you're kind of clicking with, building chemistry with on the court? Or even some um, guys that you're reconnecting with. Um, I'll say um Horace and Juan and Ryan, um, probably the us veterans. Um, clicking with them give me a whole new output on a lot of things. Um, you know, this is me and Ryan second time playing together. We're third. I played with them a couple games in London last year. But um and with the Express for our chap our second championship run. But it's it's always good to play with some old friends where um from old teams, or because you kind of know their game. Then me and Juan played together um, a couple years ago in Windsor, like two years ago, two seasons ago, or whatever. So, and Horace, um, it's kind of it's new playing with a general point guard that really just he quiet. He really don't say nothing. But he, by how he play, you got to go out there and just play with him. Because I'm used to playing with Duncan and. I played with Tony Bennett, and HS, he just different, you know. Mm-hmm. Carry yourself different. Um, he more of a let's go do this job, let's get this job done type of guy. And that's what I like rolling with. Yeah, absolutely, man. I would, I wouldn't blame you on that. Everyone's probably got their own kind of thing, and and even between you and another player, like might uh, come into your own and do things differently, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. As a new team, you know. You, you gotta just you gotta figure the team out. I can't go off what I did in the past and oh I need the ball more. I need this. I just I gotta fit in while I fit in that and while I get in that and whatever and um just play my play my part. You know, so if I gotta come in the game and do get a foul or whatever, take one for the team. That's what I gotta do. Mm-hmm. It's, it's all about winning now and um everybody see that. So that's what we gotta do. We all gotta put our egos to the side and just go out there and try to get the win. Yeah, it can't be selfish. Everyone's doing their piece, exactly. of the, you know, all the pieces of the puzzle, right? 
Yep, exactly. Did you play with Ryan in London at all? Or? Um, yes, I played with Ryan in London um, last year before I went to mm-hmm. play in um, New York and Albany. Um, I played with Ryan a couple uh, um, for like for around to around this time. I think I played with um, with the London Lions to around this time. Yeah, it would have been about right. What were you doing out in Albany? Because I know, like, with the Express, I mean, um, or NBL, you're able to Albany. play. Yeah, but. I was in Albany um, with the um, Albany Patroons in a new in a new league last year. After I left London, I went straight to New York or whatever. No, yeah. I see. Yeah, because with the ability to play in the NBL, you can play elsewhere too, like throughout yes, the season. Yes. You know, it's pretty beneficial yes. to you. Um, but Ryan's also a returning player to the Express. How did you make the decision yes. to come back here? Uh, who, Ryan or me? Yourself. I mean, like, it's similar with uh, Ryan. You guys I, both returning. I was, saying, I was, I was, throughout the years, I stayed in Windsor um, or whatever. So I always was around the team. Um, it's just last year, I wanted to try something new because I felt they was going in a new direction. So um, I wanted to try something new, too, and see how I felt. Um, then this year, it was like, Oh, I'm here. I want to play. Um, I feel like Windsor is more of a home to me because I've been here so long. So I wanted to play for the Express and get a hometown feel of um, what's going on. So I came back and I dedicated myself to try to be the best player I can be for this team this year. So Yeah, absolutely, man. See, when I think of like Windsor Express players, like you're one of the guys that pops in my head just because you've been around for so long, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't realize like how many people are coming and going from the Express and playing exactly. elsewhere and stuff like that. But I mean, it's beneficial to have that ability, right? Uh, to play elsewhere. Yes, yes. Um, it's, it's always good, but it's 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 more like you need that that home feel to be comfortable, so you can go out there and give it your best ability. You know, if you go overseas and stuff like that, yeah, everywhere is cutthroat. Everywhere is a business, though, so you got to look at it like that. You can't look at it like and put your feelings in it. But some some places you need to you you want to be comfortable, you know, so you you can get your best ability and your best foot, pitch your best foot forward. So sometimes it's good to be comfortable playing in a place where you know already, other than going overseas or going to a new league, a new team, and you got to just a whole different feel. People probably don't like your game, so you got to prove yourself. So it's, it's a lot dealing with that other like instead of just playing for one team you know so yeah that's a very good point actually you know kind of being comfortable at home and you know you're not even a canadian guy so uh, i mean you enjoy living in the city of windsor you like uh hanging around here yeah it's cool yeah i like the um, i like the, all the community events it's quiet um it's not much danger or whatever to our, to people here um everybody friendly um you can raise kids here um, it's a good place. It's a good feel, you know. A lot of great people, good food, you know. So it's a it's a good environment for basketball. So, yeah, I mean, I, I wish we could get more fans because how we look at Windsor, I, I want the fans to start looking at us like that. Like it's a good team, is you know what I'm saying? It's good people. They just got to give us a chance. I wish more fans came out and supported us at that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I agree. I think you guys are growing. Like I said, it's still new. It's been it's been a handful of years now. It feels like a long time. Mm-hmm. But and again, yeah. you guys are, are very heavily involved in the community. You know, I've seen a, uh, you're yes. present at a lot of those events too. Yes, um, I, I like doing community events. Um, it, it give me um a feel of how the people are, and it give me a better feel of the kids. You know, um, because I when I'm done playing basketball, I like to coach or really help the youth um, better themselves. Because 
if it, if it's not for the kids, our future gonna be messed up. So the kids gotta get out here and and be. We gotta get out here and help the kids so our future won't be messed up because they gonna have to take care of us. So we gotta get out here and put their mind to the right thing. So we gotta help them. So I'm willing to do that because that's what I want. Because I got two sons of my own, so I want to be out here and helping and showing everybody that I'm part of the community because that's what everybody need. We need more males in the community at that. Absolutely, man. That's a that's a great mm-hmm. mentality to have. They got to start at the bottom, right? Yes. You know, yes. Maybe your boys you will be grind. on the court. No, for sure. Maybe your boys will be on the court one day. Hope so. Hope so. I'm <laughs> I really don't even care about it. I just want yeah. them to be good people. You know. So, yeah. And, and Canada, being in Canada, that's that's what you see, people raising their kids just to be good people, you know? So that's what it's all about. Yeah, you're not pressuring them to be a superstar or anything, I'm sure. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But, you know, you, you mentioned you would uh, like to do some coaching in the future. And uh, yes. speaking of which, you know, Bill Jones and management there has uh, been around since the inception. Uh, do you have a good relationship with them? Maybe that was a reason to kind of come back and, and play for the for Bill's um, team. Yes and no. Um, he's a good mentor. Um, he he really show you the way how to be a good coach, be a good poised coach, good demeanor type of guy. Um, but I'm um he he's that's teaching me that part. But I'm probably gonna be more of a fiery up coach and be all rah rah sometimes, you know. So um, cause that's how I play. So I like I get my emotion and my passion in everything I do. So I might be more of a fired up coach, but. At times, you know, I look at coach and how he coaches, his demeanor, how he carry on and do carry himself. So that's gonna help me a lot by being a good, a great coach because that's what he is—a great coach. But um, I, I, I probably feel like I, I probably want to start in college. I probably don't want to do pro ball right now, or I probably will start at high school, then work my way up to like junior college. That's probably the highest I want to go. It's probably junior college or something like that. So. Yeah, I mean, everyone's gonna have a different coaching style too, right? Mm-hmm, but. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of uh, college basketball, also you, uh, you had a lot of experience in the NCAA divisions. You bounced uh, through a, a few teams and, and schools, but uh, yeah, yeah, tell me I, about um, that. I went to junior college in Chipola at Chipola Junior College in Mariana, Florida, um, in the Panhandle Conference. Um, we was ranked number one um, for like two years straight there, but um, then I transferred them with the University of Indiana. And then uh, we had a coaching change there. Then I ended up going to school closer to home because I had my second son. So that's kind of the reason why I bounced around. Um, but I liked every experience, um, especially playing in Indiana, a great environment, playing in front of a crowded house every night, um, on TV almost every night when I was there. Um play with some good NBA players, Eric Gordon, Jordan Crawford, DJ White. So I had some great teammates there. So um, that was more of my – a college, probably playing basketball. I say Chipotle, Indiana, probably was the best. Robert Morris really wasn't all that because it was a real, real, real small time school. And like, far as it was a NAI school, it wasn't Division One or nothing like that. But I say um, junior college in Division One basketball is probably the best basketball I, I played. I was a part of in them years when I played. Yeah, no doubt. I'm sure it was a lot of fun back in junior college out in Florida. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, it was fun. Panama City, there, Tallahassee, so close, so it was real fun. Yeah, that's awesome, dude. Yeah, you got to uh, have a little fun and take take advantage of that kind of stuff when you're <laughs> when you're around, you know? Um, yes, yes. But like I mentioned, like you're, you're, you're not a Canadian guy. 
Uh, you've played out in, in the colleges in the States for a long time where it's, it's huge out there. Like you said, just playing on TV yes. and with uh, the NBA guys. But how did you make the decision to come to Canada originally and, and play for um, the NBA? I was here. Um, I, I was here when it first started, when they first, um, when Halifax and St. John and um, I think it was Moncton or somebody, you know, when they first formed the league, um, I was here when they was in the PBL. Um, I was playing with the Halifax Raymond at the time. And then um, I played with the well, Michael Ray's team out of Oklahoma, out of Oklahoma, out of Lawton, Oklahoma, the Fort Seal, Fort Seal Cavalry. So I was around. Um, I was start, started young. Um, I was playing with Tony Bennett, um, and Gary Irvin, a couple of, couple of guys that was in, in this league when it first started. Um, but I was in Halifax in the PBL, so – I started, I, yeah, I did. I started real young, so I kind of felt like the new league would have been a new, is a new, it was a new look. Then I started in Halifax. Then I played for London, um, the second year of the league when it first started, because the first year I got suspended at the league, um, for altercation, and then I went to play in Asia, and then I ended up coming back the following year and then went to London and played, and um. From London, I got traded to I, – I got released, and then I came to Windsor, and that's how Windsor started. Then I just fell in love with being in the city because I got a fresh start because I was young. Um, I was a hothead at the time, and um, I, had to, I had to learn learn the value of basketball and um, being a good teammate and stuff like that. So when I came to Windsor, they came and welcomed me with open arms, and um, that's how I really started my career in NBL Canada. Uh, got bounced around, then I – Felt like home and everything else fell in place there. Got two championships out the deal, so um, now I'm back. So I'm trying to get another one. All right, on absolutely. What was the like the fan base fan base like in Halifax? Um, the fan base in Halifax was nice. Halifax, I love Halifax as a city. Um, just like Windsor, because like I say, I started in Halifax. Um, yeah, yeah. I started off in Halifax, and I fell in love with Halifax like I did with Windsor. Um, because because of the fans, because of the, like I say, the Canadian culture as a whole, they, as how they accept people, they don't judge really, um, and they welcome everybody here in Canada. So it made me feel more like at home. Yeah, that's pure Canada out there in, in Nova mm-hmm. Scotia too. Yes, uh, it is. Yes, it is. Know how the like uh, basketball scene would be, and you know. Oh, basketball is big time. Basketball there is like basketball here. Yeah. It's big, yeah. Basketball, real big. They got some good players out there, good Canadian players. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even like on the court, off the court, it's just uh, it's it's crazy how big uh, basketball really is in Canada. And I kind of leads me here is because like you know coming from the states, was there ever that sense of like why Canada? Why would I go play ball there rather than the states um, or even Europe or something? No, I never never even thought it. I really don't like overseas. Um, no, I love to go play if if it's the right situation, but. I really don't care about being over the warrior because I'm a North America type of guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I want to stay kind of close to home where my kids can see me and I can really get what I need to get because I tried playing overseas. I went to Chile. I love Bangkok, though. I, I like playing in Asia when I played there, you know, but it's so far. Um, but when I played in Chile, they had earthquakes, so that's another reason why I don't want to <laughs> go overseas and they then the year before I went to Asia, like I was there. The next season I went there, they had a tsunami right before I got there. So 
Um, I had to wait like a couple of months before I go back out there. So I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna just give up on that, and I'm gonna just just stay in Canada and focus just playing in Canada and the states. So oh, that's cool, man. That, I was gonna ask yeah. if you had spent any time overseas and you know where you've been. I mean, sure, it's great to see the world, but maybe when you were a little younger and didn't have a family, right? <laughs> yeah, basically, I um I would have I, I would have loved to go to France, uh, something like that, and but I never just. I don't think I think I just didn't do it the right way, um, because I kind of didn't have an agent and stuff like that on um, playing. I just went with what I knew and who I knew and just went off word of mouth. If I would have did it a lot different, and I probably would have been overseas, and I probably would have enjoyed it because I probably would have been in a, a great situation. But if I could go back in time, I'd change it. But you know, no yeah. idea. I like I like being here. Um, I'm comfortable here, so. Hey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, everything happens for a reason, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, uh, I feel like a lot of guys that go overseas, they pull some of their friends and ex-teammates and stuff to come with them or, you know, kind of re- help mm-hmm. recruit them. And it could be the same over here too, right? Yeah, yeah. So, because, um, like, a couple of years when I played for the Express, a lot of the Chicago guys were my friends, like real personal friends. Then all of us ended up playing on the same team. So that was crazy. Like, wow. So it was nice. Yeah, man. Nice. Again, it's just cool to see how these uh, paths cross uh, throughout the years. So to kind of wrap things up, uh, you touched upon it before, and uh, I spoke to Ryan Anderson just a few weeks ago. He says, you know, it's it's kind of like a learning experience with the group, and uh, now it seems like you guys are starting to get back on the right track. Is everyone on the same page, and everyone collectively just uh, going towards the win column? Yeah, that's all we're trying to focus on against some wins. Um, we always been high, high, mo- high. Um, high and encouraging each other and high on everything, but it's like them them losses will take a lot out of you, especially because they were so close and it was right there. So, but I think everybody looking towards the positive and going towards um, getting some more wins. We're trying to get this win tomorrow and we see how it go from there. We got to try to get a, a train, a, some tracks drop down so this train can roll. <laughs> Okay, there we have it. DeAndre Thomas of the Windsor Express on Wind City Sports. We have a couple road games for the Express until they return home next week. We're going to talk about that in a few moments, but now, without further ado, it's time to break down some local sports news. We're going to kick things off with the Junior C Outdoor Series. If you didn't know, this went down at Lansbury Park this weekend. Via Jim Parker on thewindsorstar.com. A move to the city proved successful for three local hockey teams at the Outdoor Shinny Series at Lansbury Park this weekend. On Saturday, the Amherstburg Admirals beat the Wallaceburg Lakers 5-0, while the Wheatley Sharks dropped the Blenheim Blades 5-2 and the final two games of the series, which featured Bill Staub's division teams in the Provincial Junior Hockey League at the Junior C level. Lakeshore won the first game of the series 5-0 over Petrolia on Friday night, with each team drawing roughly 300 fans. Ben Larder and Jared Ratko combined to make 18 saves to share the shutout for the win for Amherstburg. Broden Milosh had two goals with Josh Tallarico, Bryce McGregor, and Caleb Pocket adding single goals against the Lakers. Alex Saliba had two goals and three points for the Sharks, while Mason Goh, Delaney McDonald, and Ernie, Ernie Godden added single goals against the Blades. The Spits won only one of their three games last week. 
They picked up a close 4-3 win over Flint on Thursday, but lost another tight 4-3 game the following night in the Sioux. Saturday, they suffered a 6-3 loss to Saginaw. Will Cooley scored the game-winning goal on Thursday night, and tonight the Spits welcome the Erie Otters to the WFCU Center for a 7 p.m. game. They will be in Kitchener tomorrow, taking on the Rangers, and then return to Saginaw on Sunday afternoon. The Windsor Express have been rolling with the club's third straight win and six in the last seven games. In a back-and-forth back matchup on Saturday, the Express emerged with a 122-119 to overtime win over the London Lightning at the WSU Center before a crowd of over 1,200 for the team's project support initiative. Terrell Tate and, and Ryan Anderson each finished with 21 points to lead the Express against the Lightning. Today's guest, DeAndre Thomas, added 20 points while Juan Patillo finished with 19 points and Horace Warmly chipped in with 14, while Ty Walker came off the bench to score 10. Tonight, they're on the road in Sudbury, and Saturday, they will travel to Kitchener-Waterloo to take on the Titans. Then on Tuesday, they return home and welcome in the Titans at the WFCU Center. And now lots of Lancers news to end it off. The University of Windsor Lancers women's basketball team handed the Lakehead Thunderwolves their second loss in 14 OUA basketball games this season, with a 72-58 win on Saturday. The men's team ended a four-game losing streak with an 80-78 win over Lakehead in Thunder Bay on Saturday. For the women, who have won four of their last five games, Eve Uiesu led the Lancers with 17 points, while Kaya Clark added 12, and Tyra Blizzard added 10 points against the Thunderwolves. For the men, freshman Thomas Kennedy's hook shot fell with two seconds to play to give the Lancers the two-point victory. Toloy Simon topped the offense for Windsor with 17 points, while Kennedy and Lucas Orlita finished with 16, each against the Thunderwolves. Next up, both teams welcomed back the Brock Badgers to the St. Dennis Center on Saturday. See golancers.ca for times and tickets. The Lakehead Thunderwolves also scored the only two goals of the third period to grab a 2-1 win over the University of Windsor Lens men's hockey team on Saturday in OUA action at South Windsor Arena. The women's team fell 4-1 to the Nipissing Lakers. For the men, Josh Slaggers had given the Lancers a 1-0 lead after two periods while goalie Jonathan Reinhardt made 34 saves against the Thunderwolves. For the women, Emma Welburn gave Windsor a 1-0 lead, but two power play goals by the Lakers allowed the visitors to rally for the win. Tomorrow night, the men will be in Toronto taking on the Varsity Blues, then traveling to Waterloo on Saturday to take on the Warriors. The women will be in Kingston Saturday and Oshawa on Sunday. Some other Lancers' upcoming events, women's volleyball welcomes the Lakehead Thunderwolves to the St. Dennis Center for a doubleheader this weekend on Saturday and Sunday. And the track and field teams will be in Youngstown, Ohio tomorrow and London, Ontario on Saturday for meets. So it looks like that's going to be all for this week on Wind City Sports. My name is Drake Damore and we are here on the podcast every Thursday. New episodes now drop at 1 p.m. Following our radio program on CJAM 99.1 FM, 1230 as our new time slot. Every week we feature interviews with athletes, coaches, and much more from individuals in the city or people who have spent time in the city. 
You can hear every single episode of Win City Sports on WinCitySports.com or wherever podcasts are found, including iTunes and now Spotify. Search us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be, so you can keep up to date with the program, uh, upcoming guests, news announcements, and just some cool stuff that I like to post on our Instagram. We'll be back here on the podcast and on the radio show next week. So until then, smell you later.